welcome to Club Shadow episode 320. I hope everybody's doing good. I hope. I hope you do. For real. Believe me. <laughs> this show is brought to you by Shadow Wear, Gods of Good Fortune. It is uh, 10 and 51 here in Lisbon, Portugal. Put the flag of where you're watching from in the chat with what time it is where you're watching from i'm still I'm, I'm still asking myself how's the sound compared to previous episodes so i'm gonna have to watch old episodes to see like uh what's the sound difference and i still still figuring to as well where should i put the camera but i'll get there don't worry I'll get, I'll get there. <sighs> but I love my new office, I'm telling you. New house, new office, life is good. Can't complain. Uh, so, oh, I forgot. Big up to all the sponsors, and especially August sponsor, Mr. Master Electronic with a almost three dollar donation thank you so much for your support to everybody who support this show and this channel if you're watching from youtube hi if you're watching from facebook and or twitch hi as well and don't hesitate to subscribe to youtube where the show is you usually occurs goes is streamed uh and then from time to time i just open everywhere so I'm still not connected to uh, Ethernet cable. I'm still on Wi-Fi, house Wi-Fi. So hopefully everything goes well. Uh, I just came out of an amazing Thai massage. So um, yeah, let me give you some tour dates, which is uh, tours are shows are coming back. The 8th of September, I will be performing in the Monsanto Festival here in Lisbon, Portugal. So it's going to be the 8th of September, uh, along with Forza Suprema and another artist that I'm sorry, I forgot the name. And on the 9th of September, if you're in the area, I'll be performing in Rotterdam in the Netherlands uh, with two ways. So those are my two shows one after the other two shows consecutive it's been a long time that this didn't happen but hey listen with something going on blowing up i keep receiving you know uh i'm receiving demands for shows so i bump up the price of the shows <laughs> of course because <laughs> why not <laughs> hey listen you have to give them legendary prices that's how it is I'm going to change this logo. Either I'm going to go back to the old one or I'm going to make a new one that looks like the old one. A new signature style logo. I prefer this is, it was more, you know, more my, my style. Anyway. What is this doing? Oh, I got scared for a second. Ah. Sabrina Ziklov, how are you doing? I hope you're doing good. 
Oh, what it do, Anan? How you doing, sis? On est là, on est là, on est là. Tu vois, j'essaie de, j'essaie de commencer plus tôt, tu vois. Listen, I tried to start at 10, but I was, I started at 2.45. So, I don't want to make a, a make it too early so then after that i'm always late uh, and i don't want to make it too late either because actually it's more comfortable to start earlier and not be tired in the end of the show uh, at the same time uh, my daughter is still not back to school so everybody you know we just everybody sleep when they want in the house once she starts school and we have a a regular schedule uh, and she she goes to sleep early as well then probably i will 10 30 or 10. i'm gonna see what works better but uh, i might even try on sundays uh, not all the time but from time to time to do an afternoon show so same show but like 3 p.m. or something like that. I'll see. I'll see what works. Uh, but now that I have an office, I can live stream whenever I want. I can do interviews, etc., without having to tell everybody to leave. So that's a great thing. That's the great thing of having an apartment twice the size of the old one. L'argent ne fait pas le bonheur, mais vraiment, Asa contribué. Merci beaucoup. Emmanuel Etienne, what up, sis? How you doing? You good? What's going on in Montreal? Joel Amen, what up, cousin? I hope you're doing good. It's a long time I didn't see your, both of your channels. Are you live streaming these days or are you on holiday? What up, Nuria? Emery, what up? How you doing? Are you on a road trip still? Nice. In Mississauga, Canada. That must be Indian land. 5 p.m. in Montreal. Driving as well. Don't text and drive. All right. We have Lorex on Twitch from Italy. Was it good? Whether user 69104, you don't have a username? What's, what's that? What's going on? Say do, huh? That's much better, right? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, uh, I want to talk to you about two things today. So, we have two people on Twitch. Nice. Uh, so, hi, everybody on Twitch. Wait, my wife is sending me a text. What is she saying? Ah, all right. Good. Goody, goody, goody. Yeah, so I want to talk to you about two things today. Uh, that's good. I'm going to end at midnight. Like it. Again, for those who just arrived, the people on Twitch, especially you two on Twitch, put the flag and what time it is where you're watching from. It's important uh, because it's in, in club shot is international. You know what I mean? 
Um, so the first thing I want to talk to you about, I want to talk to you a little bit about music business. And then after that, I want to talk to you about African geopolitics. Um, because things are going crazy. And I think it's, it would be good, good to talk about it. Um, all right. First thing I want to talk to you about is uh, something that I received from Spotify. And for those of you who are uh, artists, singers, rappers, uh, musicians, that could be interesting uh, to talk about it and to read about, about all that. Uh, so Spotify, uh, usually uh, every, every two, three months, they do a fan study. They do a, a study about, you know, listenership, about the, the, the music business, and they send you uh, the results of their findings, and it's usually super interesting. So um, today it's a study about super listeners. And so all of you who are music listeners, because it's not just for artists, but even for music listeners, I believe that this could be uh, very interesting. So, super listeners, they are fans and then they are diehard, listen on repeat, buy up all the merch fans. Meet super listeners, the new audience segment available in Spotify for artists. Discover what super, what super listeners can do for you and how you can show them love back. All right. So the first thing they're saying is that super listeners are not just for superstars. Average across all artist size, super listeners make up 2% of an artist's monthly listener, but account for over 18% of monthly streams. Super listener indeed. Yeah, so... Not all your the people who listen to your music are effectively people who listen to it all the time. But the two percent of people who are really your diehard diehard fans are the people who will really listen twenty percent of your music, eighteen percent of your music. So they will like make up like almost twenty percent of your streams because some people might listen to one of your songs like once once a week. These people listen to three, four, five, ten of your songs every day. And uh, it's very interesting. Releasing new music can supercharge your fan base. Some of your light and moderate listeners are diehard fans in the making. After releasing mu new music on average, artists saw the numbers of super listeners increase by over 20%. Is something that I've been telling uh, artists a lot, and it's it's interesting because as artists we have been the artists who are from uh, older generation. Um, we have been taught that you have to to keep it. I would say uh, to not be seen a lot that the less people see you, the more they are fans. We have been taught that uh, if you release too much, 
people are gonna get tired of you etc etc all these things uh and then 20 years later we're in a world where if people don't see you on social media every day they believe you died or they believe that your career is over and if you re don't release a song every every month they're like why did you stop making music because they just used to microwave music so for a lot of artists it's hard to reconcile the fact that you have to release more often and and at the same time you have to be seen more often if you want your brand to survive in the sea of information so it's really uh in every conversation I have with artists, it's the hardest part for them. They really uh, believe that if they release too much music, or if you know, if they, they release music without a music video, etc., etc., it's gonna it's gonna destroy their career. Where actually, with the algorithms, they like if you have a YouTube channel, if you have an Instagram, you all know because all of you are users of social media. The algorithms, when you stop posting. They stop showing you to people and because they have new content coming every second from everybody. So the, the, the goal of the algorithm is to keep people in the platform so they can serve ads or for the people who pay for streaming services so that they can keep paying in the next month. And as an artist, as, as long as you understand this, it changes your whole uh, your whole perspective on how you do your music business. Most people believe that the platforms are here to serve them. Oh hell no! The platforms and the algorithms are here to make the users stay on the platform by serving them content that will make them stay as long as possible, so they can grow the million active users. If you believe that the platforms are here for you, the creator, you are wrong. You are here to give content to the platform and the algorithm is serving them to the listeners. And if the connection is right, you are rewarded with more people coming to see your content and then you make money. And it's really so different from back in the days where you had to hide to be a superstar. And then if people would not see you, then they would want to go to your concert, buy your CD, etc. It completely changed, like society completely changed. Yes, I said it. <laughs> what up, Frankie? All right. Super listeners are super loyal too. Uh, you may see a boost in super listeners after a release and most will stick around long after that. In fact, over two thirds of super listeners will still be streaming your music after a six month stretch. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, listen, it's, uh, it's something I, I was saying to Body the other time. I was telling him, you know, um, an amazing thing to have is people who listen to your songs for like some songs like that I released 10 years ago, for example, uh, they still make the exact same number of streams every month. And some people, yeah, 
once they like one of your songs they put it in the playlist and they will listen to it forever and as a creator this is what you are looking for as a as a creator doing business of of having people listen to your your music you want these people who will listen to the songs forever and uh in the contrary to algorithmic playlist user playlist they tend to not really remove the songs once they're in there and they, they tend to not get tired of the song that much so once you get in a user playlist after a few years your stream of that song will just continue to be the same and that becomes amazing Lil Mauro, what up? I'm sorry. Fellow Remix. Super listeners make an Excel number of merch purchases. When it comes to merch, our super listeners show up big. On average, 2% of your monthly listeners account. Wait. On average, that 2% of your monthly listener accounts for more than half of your merch purchase purchases. Interesting. I don't know if I sold merch from Shopify yet, but I'm going to do a, I'm going to do some something going on t-shirts to see and put them, link them to the song and see if it creates something. Your next super listener could be on one program stream away. Tens of millions of times a day, Shopify, list, Spotify, Spotify listeners actively stream an artist for the first time. Over 40% of those listeners heard that artist via program streaming context on or before the same day. Interesting. Yeah, a lot of people discover your music actually from the Discover playlists. So they just go to Spotify and they ask for the algorithm to play this something, play them something, which is, yeah, a completely different way to listen to music. Because back in the days, people had to actually be incentivized into going to the store. Once they would arrive to the store, that's when they would, uh, that's when they would, uh, decide buy your album and then after that it's up to them but it was a one-time purchase where on the streaming services they come every day and some people they know what they came to listen to and some people they don't know they just come they click play on the playlist uh want more super listeners latin america is all ears hmm, interesting Super listeners span the globe, but that doesn't mean they're evenly distributed. In fact, Latin America has four of the top market, top 10 markets with the highest concentration of super listeners, including the number one and number two spots. Wow. Listen, that's why reggaeton and all these, all these genres are, um, are banging. Give me a second, I have to, some, to send something. And it's interesting how um, 
streaming services are not exactly the same from a country to another. Uh, in Latin America, people really, really were, uh, they go, they go in when it comes to music. Some, and I believe that some populations are way more, um, musical than others. What you mean? Sorry, I have, I'm trying to do something here. And of course, this is not working. Oh, Lord. You see, the bank sometimes plays with you. Huh. Oh, Lord. Give me a second, I have to call my wife.
sorry about that. Yeah, uh, like I was saying about Latin America, what is very interesting about uh, Latin America is that soon as everybody had uh, a, a, a good internet account, they just dwarfed the, 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 the North American market when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, music streaming. Reggaeton exploded like never. Latin music just exploded like crazy because all these young people and their phones were just streaming like crazy. Where uh, other markets that were used to CD sales were not as, they, did, they didn't, some markets that didn't just catch the streaming thing as the Latin Americans, where these people, they really went into it. So, you know, I think it's an interesting study. Uh, I don't know if, anybody can read it but i'll put the link in the chat now for you guys uh to to read if you want all right now um Frankie is saying, I really wonder what would happen nowadays if 70% of the most successful artists leave off Spotify and go start selling music on their own apps and platform. Let me tell you a story, Frankie, uh, that a, a conversation that I had with my manager 13 or 14 years ago. So uh, my manager, Guylaine, uh calls me and she explained to me that she wants to start um, a website called Zook Station where she would sell only Zook Compa and, and this style of music and maybe also African music. Uh, and it was before the streaming days, right? It was really... Um, back when iTunes was 99% of the sales, right? People were downloading songs one by one or downloading albums. And she tells me, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I, I don't, I'm not sure if Spotify was starting to exist or not at that time. So we're talking probably 2010, 2009. So she's like, yeah, I'm gonna do a website. And in this website, we're gonna have like only Zook music, and music from the West Indies, from Guyane, from from Haiti, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And we're gonna be the de facto uh, Zook music download site. And I replied to her, "It's not gonna work." And she looked at me like, "What?" And I'm like, "It's not gonna work. It's too late." And she was like, "Why?" And I explained to her that everybody already put their credit card numbers inside of iTunes. And you're not going to have somebody who has their credit card number inside of iTunes leave iTunes to buy just Zook music if the Zook music itself is already on iTunes. 
and you're not gonna have the Zook artists remove their music from iTunes where there's a hundred million credit cards already there. And when people want a song, they just do click, click. And they have to go to your website and enter everything. And the artist will not remove their music from iTunes to put their music in your website where they have a hundred million people and you have nobody right now in terms of clientele you're not going to have the possibility of have artists put their music in your site exclusively so if you don't have the exclusivity on that website the people will see no reason to go buy their music on your website when they can buy it on itunes especially if they'll have an iPhone or they have a Mac computer, et cetera, et cetera. If they already have an iTunes account or a Virgin Megastore or a Fnac account or whatever, the store they use, eMusic, et cetera, all the music they want is already there. So unless you can have a catalog of Zook music that doesn't exist anywhere else and you have it exclusively there, nobody will go and purchase their thing there and she still went with the website and it didn't work for that reason it's just that at a point people are always looking for convenience and for convenience they are ready to yeah they are ready to just stay in one place now we have a french artist called pascal obispo who decided that he would remove all his music from the platforms and he would have his own platform where all his music will, would be there. And the problem is all is the same. And the reason why it's not working as well is the same thing. And it's even worse right now because what you're saying, Frankie, could have been a great idea 15 years ago. But today, what's the point? If me, Keisha, is telling you, hey, listen, I'm gonna give you uh, all my music for free, but it's gonna, test, it's gonna cost you $10 a month on Keisha.com. So go to Keisha.com, you subscribe, and boom, you have access to all my music, right? But you have the choice between me and Spotify or Apple Music or Tidal or whatever service that you use, when they tell you for the same $10, you have access to all the music of the world. Why would you give me $10 a month when you can have me plus everybody else for $10 a month? So it's too late to do these revolutionary things and no artist will, I mean, sometimes if you're big enough, you might, if you have enough fans. But the thing is this, let's say you are Drake and you have, how much Drake has in terms of listeners? I think he has 40 million people listening to him every month. 
So let's say he decides to remove his music from all the services, right? He will only take the super fans with him. So let's say from all the people, he gets 2 million super fans. The 2 million super fans just to listen to Drake music are willing to pay 10 a month. So he makes 20 million a month. He's good, but he's big enough to do it. But still, he's going to lose 38 million people who will just listen to everything else because they will be like, why would I pay 10 more if for 10 I can get everybody? And so at, at this point, you're in a situation where uh, you always have to ask yourself as an artist, like, what can I bring more? Let's say, for example, if you go to Patreon slash Keisha, you can send me uh, $10 a month. But for now, I'm not giving you an, something extra. But let's say if I said if I had enough Club Shadow listeners and I would say, listen, every show, there's going to be an extra hour that will be uh, not streamed, but that will be available as an extra episode that you guys can listen to only there behind the paywall then it depends how many people watch you every day to see how what percentage of the people who listen to you are willing to give the money because people love to see it from the point of view of oh artists should do this should do that but people don't see the point of view of the listeners and people are not willing to give their money that's sad but it's like this people are not willing to pay an extra for one artist because let's say Drake, Madonna, uh, I don't know, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, Beyonce, uh, let's say let's say your 10 favorite artists decide that they all have, like you said, they all have their apps and platform where you have to pay to access their music, right? So let's say you love 10 artists and these 10 artists are now asking you for 10 euros each to access their music. It's going to cost you a hundred, a hundred a month for your favorite artist. And you are still going to be able to go on Spotify and for 10 a month or five, if you're a student, you're going to have access to everybody else. So at a point you're going to be like, eh, you're going to come pay 10, listen to everything you want or download whatever. And then you're going to unsubscribe and then you're going to go back to where it's convenient because everybody's there. So yeah, listen, people told me already, Hey, you know, you could do a website uh, back in the days. Uh, I was like, okay, let's try. Let's do an app. Let's do an app. Let's put it at one dollar, one dollar per per uh, per month, and let's see uh, how many people are willing to pay one dollar to have access to extra remixes, uh, the music before everybody, or special versions that don't exist nowhere or demo versions before the songs are released albums before etc etc see the clips before etc and nobody <laughs> nobody was uh 
so excited that they would pay one dollar a month because you just add nine other dollars and you have access to everybody else so it really depends of your your power as a as a creator but again it's better to sell merch or to sell some exclusives but you have to never forget that people don't have if they already if they already have to pay for netflix uh disney plus let's say or amazon prime plus uh apple music or or spotify that's already 40. like not everybody has so much money to spend on on supporting just one person or two or three they'd rather just pay for streaming and even us as creators if i have to create extra content for only five people who pay let's say 10 a month that's only 50 or if i have to let's say at da all my music is removed from all the platforms bro i'm losing like 25k a month that's a risk i need to have a minimum of 2500 people who are willing to give me 10 to make what i make already so i'm like hmm, you know what let me stay here it works so actually uh i believe that if i already said it before if the fans really want to support the creators what they actually should do is go and stream the 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 music more watch it watch the ads before watching the videos and if you really want to support an artist just go to their patreon or go to their paypal and send them send them or or, or use the super chat on youtube you just go you click in the in the chat and you just add whatever money you want to send them i believe that it's in today's business model that this is the best way what up suzette how are you ah thank you so much exactly anan the main proposal of the platforms is a multi-down and you can buy an album exactly can buy an album and like like you know uh when i release albums i have my super fans who send me photos of them buying an itunes cards and i always tell them hey you can just stream the album and they say no we're gonna stream the album but we're still gonna buy it to support you and then they you know they just pay you and then you receive uh, 30 percent of what 70 uh, percent of what they pay so if they pay 10 you receive seven so let's say you release an album if you have a hundred or 200 or a thousand people who decide to buy the album you will make seven thousand from this but actually in reality a lot of people love to complain about the streaming platforms listen i make a ton of money from streaming so I'm, i cannot complain because i understand how it works and i understand that it's not like before but if you think on the long term like I, I, I said this before but if you look exactly 
let's say you buy let's say you let's say you make uh you sell 1000 albums okay in the in the old world right so you have 1000 people go buy your albums and you let's say you make 10 from every album okay so you make 10 uh multiply by uh 1000 1000 people who bought it so that's 10000 so you make 10000 then everybody go to their bedrooms and they listen to the album the first day wow so you made 10000 from all these 1000 people and then they want to make listen to your album to their friends so they take your album they go to a party they play your album you make no money they they lend the album to their sisters to xyz you make no money they uh let's say they still have your album after 10 years and for the last 10 years they've been playing your album for 10 years you still make zero from every extra play you only make money when they buy the album for 20 the store takes 10 you get 10 and now you have your 10,000 and that's it if you want to make more money you have to do another album all right now let's say you like me and you have you have songs right so you have new songs let's say you did your album and let's say your album streams a hundred thousand streams per per month okay so you make 300 from a hundred thousand stream right so first first month you make 300 you say to yourself i don't make money but after one year, you made 3,000 from your streams. Let's say after two years, people are still listening to your album, just like, like this. Now you make another, another, another 3,000 on the second year. So that's 6,000. Third year, you make another 3,000. Now you made the same amount of money as if you just sold 1,000, but it just took you three years but after 10 years let's say your music is still streaming now you made three times what you would have made by just selling a thousand copy let's say a new platform exists called TikTok, and all of a sudden everybody's listening to your music like me and now they're listening to two million stream every week of one song so now you make six thousand every week and you didn't have to do nothing you didn't have to sell you didn't have to to buy cds to go to the factory create them put them out there you just stay there and now you make six thousand every week just because you have a bunch of new people discovering your music and all they have to do is go to spotify and play it and you end up making more money that you would ever make from that album or that song just because once it's out there people just have to stream it and you don't have to invest in nothing and you see the difference back in the days when you would have to 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 sell 10,000 CDs you had to print in the factory 10,000 CDs it cost you 20,000 
and then once you sell them you make a hundred thousand minus twenty thousand so that's eighty thousand nowadays once your song is in the platform on youtube on spotify xyz every time somebody listen to it you make 0.003 so if you stream a million times you get three thousand it looks like it's not a lot of money but if you arrive to a point where with your catalog you stream a million times every month it means that every month you make three thousand you pay your rent you pay your food you pay your movies your restaurant you're good as an artist you can if you stabilize at a million stream forever then you you don't even need to do shows anymore because it's just a stable revenue now if you arrived where i am where you make six million stream every month plus youtube listen you don't need to do shows you don't need to nowhere all you do is live stream and talk to people on the internet because you you unlocked this business and this is something i was i was calculating i was having a conversation today with a friend and i was telling him if i had 10 songs like something going on i would make 1.2 million every year just 10 songs i would make between 1 million and 2 million every year just with 10 songs of this success and to do that with cds as an independent was not possible so it's all mathematics mathematics numbers so this is why listen whenever you have people saying oh i'm going to remove my things from the platforms they all come back quick because they realize that the ongoing money is actually interesting once you pass the million streams now a lot of artists they don't pass the million stream because they don't do enough music and yeah that's a whole other conversation you have good taste suzette hi menita amenita sorry all right, I hope I answer your question, uh, Frankie. So, uh, listen. It's, a, it's so interesting that the French authorities, right? And listen, the media of the world, right? When every our country got rid of their leaders right uh they all labeled this the arab springs and they were saying yeah the people are liberating themselves etc etc oh my god it's amazing right why because occidental countries were behind all these revolutions the CIA, they were using Facebook, they were like creating revolutions in Ukraine, in Arab countries, etc. Uh, and they were just pushing 
pushing, showing people how to revolt, showing people how to overthrow, overthrow the governments. And they were just trying to reshape the world from outside using their intelligence, right? But now that it's happening right now in the French, ex-French colonies, they don't call it the African Springs. It seems like it's like, oh, <laughs> armies are, yeah, you know, uh, these people were, uh, the France, France don't know exactly what to do. And I'm going to put a map of the world here. Uh, let me go to Google Maps. Because that is very interesting. All right. Look at this. Yeah, this is me. Now, let me go back down a bit. And uh, here we are. So what is interesting right now is that if you look at Africa, right? All this part here, all this part here, Western Africa here and Gabon, Cameroon. It's interesting, but all this used to be the sphere of influence of France. And it feels like the whole sphere of influence of France is going to, to slip out of their hands. So we had Niger last month with the actual president who was elected, who got removed by the military. That's Niger, where France gets all their uranium to, to light their electric, electric centrals, their nuclear centrals, where the uranium comes from Niger. Now you had Burkina Faso that is starting to say that they don't want to be part of this anymore. Senegal, we had problems two months ago and then, and now it's Gabon today. Gabon where France gets a lot of its oil through Elf. And Putin said something that was very interesting. Uh, I mean, he said, you don't need to fight France as Russia. All you need to do is remove uh, all the African countries from the, 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 the prevent uh, France from sucking the blood of all these countries. And, and then France will just be poor. And it's... I don't know if Russia has its hands under all this. It might be possible that they have a sphere of influence, but it is true that um, Occidental countries like France, don't forget that all these people have a money that is called the franc, which is an insult. <laughs> that is like, it's a continuous insult. And all these people are not saying, yo, I mean, not all of them, but 
a lot of them are starting to say, yo, listen, we here, why do we have all our money controlled by this country? Uh, and this country is like, they don't know what to do because they cannot assassinate people like they used to do. They cannot, uh, it's, and it might be a difficult time ahead for France because we are seeing, uh, so let me see what happens in Niger. So, um, look at this. And the EU is doing the same thing as always. They want to do, they, they don't understand that the sanctions is the worst idea that you can do to countries because now people have the choice. If you sanction them, they can just join the other group, the BRICS. And they can, they can be like, you want to sanction us? I no problem. We'll sell all our stuff to other people because people are tired of 15% of the world trying to rule and decide what is good or bad for the rest. People want to, for themselves, take decisions. Yeah, it can be bad decisions, but they want to figure it out between themselves. And I believe the people who have been used to having their hands for the last hundred years in the hands of these countries, in, in the, 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 yeah, in everything in these countries, especially in their resources, are not, not understanding. They're like, no, I mean, this is not the way it is. This is not the way it should be. And the people are like, yeah, that's the way it's going to be now. And see, the EU is waiting sanction on Niger as Gabon is hit by latest coup. So it's, it might be a domino now. Uh, the European Union is considering sanctions on Niger. Defense and foreign ministers are discussing the possi possibility of sanction at an informal summit in Toledo, Spain, after military forces in Niger last month deposed President Mohamed Bazoum, who was democratically elected in 2021. News also broke Wednesday that military officers in Gabon seized power in a fresh African putsch. Gabon and Niger follow Burkina Faso, Guinea, Mali, Chad as the latest African countries where the army has in recent years seized control. All these countries are former French colonies. So, you know, personally, I believe that you have to look at history to understand the present and you cannot just just all be surprised at what is happening right now and be like, oh my God, this is happening. No, there are reasons for all this. And the reason is uh, a lot of the, the people who have been placed, like, uh, listen, for those who speak French, there's a podcast called uh, Decolonisation by Pierre Aski on France Inter. Listen, this is an amazing podcast that explains to you 
the way everybody arrived to the liberation where a lot of them they had yeah listen they they helped france win the the world war that they helped france defend itself and in exchange they all won the independence but france continued wanting to seize a lot of the resources for a good price and for an unfair price and they also put a lot of people in power and they protected them staying in power as long as they had their interest fulfilled and in and and of course then they would let them be rich and whatever and it feels like it's not working anymore the people are starting to say enough and i believe that france has enough on its hands with its own population becoming beyond control and all the you know all the international turmoil and all the money that they spend for covid ukraine etc this is becoming too much for all these people and there are now two new forces like you have the BRICS, which is a, a new ensemble but you have china and russia that are arriving in these countries with different proposals and listen i don't know what's gonna happen but if you look at what happened in all these countries i'm gonna take one or two examples just to where i was like this is becoming strange right when omar bongo rest in peace passed away his son just became the president just like royals right and this didn't sit well with the population and france had no problem with it because france was defending its interest in the country which was continue pumping the oil right and the hypocrisy of France is there. They're gonna look at some something bad and they will say it's bad. But if they look at something bad, but their interest is that this bad thing appears, then they will be like, well, well, you know, it's nothing to do with us. And another thing, uh, the president in Ivory Coast, Constitution, Constitutionnellement could only do two mandates and he invented something to do a third one and France again was like do your thing this didn't sit well with some people in the population and it gave the idea to a lot of other presidents to do a third mandate why not since they let this one do it i can do it too and let me tell you what i what i learned in music what i learned in music is that the worst thanks for the heart whoever gave them and don't forget to put your likes people one thing i learned in music is that the two craziest drugs that make people crazy are money and power 
money and power make people go crazy. They make people believe that they can stay forever. And trust me, I know firsthand. Because we used to be in the Mobutu era. We were there. So we've seen it firsthand years before everybody when people are tired or aware or when the, the U.S. stops protecting you or decide it's time to go. And do we have to go through this? Yes, we have to. Uh, people, countries coming from outside telling us, oh, no, you know, uh, it has to be, listen, let us figure it out. We don't need you to intervene because we've seen how you turned Libya. Let us st stop meddling with other countries, other countries like you did enough. And I understand if you look in the point of view of a country like France, they're like, wait a minute. To be a rich country and to stay a rich country, we need to continue sucking the blood of these people. I understand. I'm French national. I understand. But at the same time, these other countries are like, listen, let's take Niger, for example. How are you taking all the uranium from my country to build and to feed your, your nuclear, nuclear, nuclear plants? You don't even, we don't even have like stable electricity. Normally, you should do a deal. Yeah, we're using all your stuff, but we're going to build you a plant. We're going to make it work for you. Stuff like that. Deals where instead of just taking stuff from other people and having a, a, a class of people who, who lead them that is rich and everybody else is poor. If you made it so that this country were rich enough that everybody feels more or less happy happier richer in a better level then we would not be here but as always humans are greedy and this is where we are now it's very interesting what's happening uh, i i'm not gonna say that I, i'm i'm feeling good about about it because everybody's human in this thing uh but as always like once you abuse your position and you just want to stay too long in power this is what happens if i became the president of congo and i decided to prepare the country for its evolution let's say in 10 years right i'm six i'm 59 and i decide yo i'm becoming the president of this country etc the first thing that I would do, I would say, listen, I'm, I, I'm not sure how, how long is the president, if it's five years or four years. But the, the first thing I would say is I'm here for 10 years. And for the next 10 years, I'm going to do prepare this, prepare that, prepare this, prepare that. And once I reach the end of my 10 years, I'm out. And I will be out for real. And hopefully 
those who come after me will continue the work. And then, you know, people call you from France, from Washington, from Belgium, from here and there. Yo, you have to stay. There's nobody that can replace you. And my, my response would be, I don't give a fuck. I'm out. The problem is, once you're in there, it's not just about the money. Because how much money do you need? One million? Okay, you can spend a million. 10 million? You can spend 10 million if you have a lot of wives and kids and everybody wants. Okay. A hundred million? Is that enough? 300 million? How much you need? Listen. If I had 20 million, I'd be fine. I don't, I don't believe that I need more than 20 million. I would need more if I want to invest in stuff, etc. But listen, when I'm just talking about living great, so listen, with what I have now, I live great already. But with 20 million, listen, one house in Thailand, one house in Portugal, uh, a house for my mom in here, uh, studies for my brothers and sisters, children, uh, for my cousins, for the people that, that I love, etc., etc. Okay, 10 million on the side, blah, blah, blah. 20 million, I'm good. So it's not a question of money. It's a question of ego, power. You want to stay in power just because you want to stay in power. I've seen this in the music industry. And trust me, the music in industry is a microcosm of politics and of geopolitics. You learn a lot about politics by being in the music industry. Some people want to be famous just because of how it feels to be famous. They got famous because they had a great song. And in the beginning, they just wanted to do great songs. But then they get famous. They fuck a lot of girls. People love them. They go on the street. People know them. They cannot go to the stores or to the restaurant without taking photos. And then they get hooked on this. Fame. Power. They can make careers just by singing on a song. They can make you a star too just by signing you to their labels they can make you a star and then then they believe that they have to be there and that they are owned being there and then time goes by and they get less less famous because there's new kids coming because the songs get old or their fans get old the super fans have other things to do and then they become depressed because they're on drugs the drugs of power, the drugs of ego, fame. I've seen this happen so many times. And the fans don't help. The, the blogs don't help. People are like, ah, oh, you fell off. Oh, we don't see you. Oh, you're not famous anymore. People love to remind you that you're not famous anymore. And if you're not strong in the head, 
you start doing everything to stay famous or to be famous again. So you start doing stupid shit so you can be famous. And I've seen this. Listen, I receive messages all the time of people telling me, oh, we don't see you in the clubs anymore. Oh, you're not famous anymore. Oh, I don't see your music videos on Trace anymore. Blah, 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 blah. Ah, oh, you're not doing shows anymore. And I reply to people, yeah, I'm almost 50. The people who are supposed to be famous are 20. And I'm famous. I'm just not buzzing. And I don't need to be famous because I don't do this for the fame. I do it. I always did this to express myself. I always did this because I had a mission. The mission was not to be famous. Fame is a byproduct. And a lot of people, before they are famous or before they are powerful or before that they are put in charge of a label, a country, a song, whatever it is, they all have amazing discourse. I'm going to be like this. I'm going to be like that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And in reality, once fame hits you, money and power hits you, you don't know. It depends how you've been educated and it depends what kind of person you are. A lot of people, it gets to their head. They just become obsessed with the idea of getting famous when in reality their mission was something else. My mission is to save my country. My mission is to clean up the country, the laws, the contracts we have with other country. Make sure that in 500 years we arrive here. So if I'm here for 10 years, I have to just switch the country to this direction. And then hopefully it will continue this way. Now, they're going to switch the country here. And then instead of letting somebody else take the country there, they're going to say, I cannot leave yet because, well, we're not there yet. So I need another five years, guy. Uh, please another five years ah. okay we're here you're supposed to go well let me let me because you have bodyguards you have x you have z you have that you have free wives you have you can you have chicks you have power you have people licking your feet calling you king etc and you forget listen when i got famous All the yes people and the people who propose you all type of stuff and tell you all the compliments, they were around me too. And I look at them and I, and I told them, you guys are not my friends. What do you want? No, we have drugs. We have girls. We have this. And I was like, I don't need all that. And maybe because I've seen the fall of the Mobutu government from, listen, we were kids, but we saw it from inside. We saw the uncles, the parents, everybody. We, we lived the exile. So we know how it feels when the, the castle, the empire crumbles. We know how it feels. So when I got famous, the first thing I said to myself was, okay, that's not the goal. I thought I would need 100 songs to be famous. Actually, I got, I got famous from the first song, from Bounce Baby in 98. But to me, I was like, hey, listen, fame is, 
it's it's just like beauty it fades when you want to build something you have to focus on what you are building and it's hard to stay focused on what you're building because trust me when you get famous you get all the girls want to fuck with you all the the fake friends want to be friends with you and you listen you go to the clubs for free when you have money you can pay but now you don't pay when you go to the club they offer you drinks when you go there's a long line of 100 people waiting to get in for hours and you just go through all these things get in your head because you feel that you are important now and different from other people so if one day they take you to a club and you have to wait outside you don't think it's normal when actually it is normal when i go to countries when people don't know me if i go to thailand for example if i want to go to a club i'm gonna to have to wait like everybody else because they don't know who i am i mean when i went to thailand there was one club when they know who i am so I, but you see what i mean but this keeps you grounded and a lot of people, when they arrive to the head of a country, it's not just them that want to stay there. It's them plus everybody under them. The corruption is not you. It's This is what I find funny with corruption. People love to say, oh, this guy is corrupted. Oh, Bongo is corrupted. Mobutu is corrupted. XYZ is corrupted. It's just because you're the head of the country. But in reality, the whole thousands of people that is a government, not just the head, everybody's corrupted. And you have some people that are not corrupted in there, but they cannot do nothing when it's a whole swamp of corrupted people. Because there's money, everybody's trying to make money, everybody's trying to save themselves. So you are the face of corruption, but in reality, there's a bunch of people under you and all these governments who are talking to you and pointing fingers at you like France, the US, they are corrupted too. It's just that hey, they know how to, you know, put some perfume on the, on the bad other. And that's the, that's the real issue. Sometimes, even if you want to leave, all these people down there, I'm going to be like, you cannot leave. You cannot leave. Don't leave. We need you. We need you to steer the ship. And it's hard. And But it's sad. Listen. All this money to finish like this. Like all these presidents. So listen, trust me. I mean, I might be a different person. But fame and the music business taught me how you have to handle yourself when you are in these positions if i ended trust me president of a country i would tell exactly the number of years i would be there and after that i would be out and i would be i would be like listen and listen all the money i would make would be uh um public I would say, hey, I found this contract, I put this in place, etc. There's X billion made from the country. I took one billion for me as my payment for doing this. Oh yeah, but you're the president, shut up. I'm a businessman. I would treat it the way I treat all my businesses. When I listen, when I work with my wife, 
for her influencer thing. I don't do now, but when I used to help her out with her businesses, her YouTube, etc., I would take 20% just because it's business. Yeah, but she's your wife. It's a business. I made I help you make money. I help you I help you make a thousand euros. I'm taking 200. This is something that you have to do. And if you do it in a way that is clear and in the law, then nobody can come for you after. So let's say I'm a president and before being a president, I had a million. And after being a president, I have 10 million. All these 10 million will be simple to prove because I did this, because I did that, because I used the, and I, etc. And everything was public and that's it. Some people will say, yeah, but as a president, you made money. I will be like, so what? That's the difference. I will not try to do it in the back. I will try to do it in the right way. And after being president, I will make a hundred million because I will use my, my, my address book and the fact that I'm an ex-president to make money from other things, from my contacts, from X, Y, Z, all in the right way and by and after if i make a hundred million i would pay 10 million of on taxes or whatever i have to pay so that everything is clean and it's so simple but vanity wrong people around you hiring people just because they are your brothers and sisters cousins your wife's sons whatever this is how people end up this way and trust me i've seen it again in the music business i've seen empires fall in politics and in the music business i've seen empire fall and it's always the same thing vanity fame power people believing that they can do anything and at a point it doesn't work anymore and we are seeing uh, a kind of um, interesting twist in what is happening in the geopolitics, the movements of the countries. But I believe that those who are now realizing that the end is near is countries like France. They are now realizing that what is happening is that the old rules are not going to work forever and the whole hegemony of occident is just coming to an end i'm not saying it's ending tomorrow in five years 10 years 20 years i don't know but the idea that countries like the uk france the us are deciding what is good and bad for everybody else is not working anymore the ideas that cnn tells the truth and and MSNBC tells the truth or because you speak in a certain country or you're from a certain religion, you are the good ones and everybody else is bad. It's not working anymore. That's what you're seeing now. I'm not, I don't know where it's going to take us, but this is what we're seeing now. A lot of people are saying, yeah, listen, you're saying these people are the bad guys. We're not sure anymore because You've been using these tactics for a long time and with time, we seeing that all this was a farce. 
So people are starting to be like, mm, we don't believe you anymore. Um, and yeah, this is where we are. Uh, where will take us? I don't know, uh, because I believe that these countries have strategic interests in these places and countries like France will not want to let go as easily. They know that they cannot do some stuff like back in the days where they would just order assassination. But they cannot let go just because it's also their survival that is in question. And yeah, you might say, yeah, but it's unfair. Like, but yeah, it's 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 called balance. If I'm France, I'm there because you are here, my ex-colonies. If you go like this, I have to go like this and I want to stay here. So I'm going to force and we will force. So at a point to arrive there to have, but these countries don't want to get poorer, poorer, right? And they want to keep control of the monetary system. They want to keep control of the flux of of the goods they want to keep control of the money you buy stuff they want you know, they want every everything to be done in dollars and this is why the bricks are saying well now i will buy whatever money you want and we are living a unipolar world i would say or bipolar world where you had the us and their allies who had all the power and all the the narrative of the righteous and then you had the the losers the communists that had uh, they were evil and now we're coming in a multi-polar world where you're gonna have different blocks and you're gonna have Europe that might starting to open their eyes and stop being the dogs of the US and then you have Russia China BRICS you're gonna have all these blocks of influence and everybody will start dealing with whoever works and that's why i believe that sanctions only work when you rule the world you can sanction you can say hey nobody can work with this person but in a world where there's different blocks and different uh monetary systems oh you want to give me sanctions i fuck you so it's, I think it's very interesting what's happening. Uh, I will continue to, um, I will continue to inform myself. Today I was just talking about it a little bit and uh, I probably will invite somebody uh, to have the conversation. Uh, somebody maybe who knows better or, uh, and, yeah, we'll continue to see what happens. But yeah, listen, I woke up this morning. I was, I've, I'm calling my friends around the world. Like every month, I'm calling a new friend. I was calling somebody in Burkina. You fine? Yeah, yeah, we fine. I was calling my best friend in Niger, and she was like, "No, nah, we're good. We, in, we in the club. Everything is normal here." I was like, oh, "Okay," and now I'm calling people in Gabon as well. Like everything good out there? You know, is um the the. What Buddy was telling me, the good thing that I liked about 
what is happening right now is is with without violence i think it's important that we learn to go from one one leader to another one without violence and we're still learning uh in all these countries they're not going to go from uh people the same people ruling for 50 years to knowing how democracy works uh just like that and it's funny to me how all these countries, France, the US, the UK, they all have different styles of democracy, right? But they want to push the French democracy on all the French colonies. You have to have a president, a prime minister, an assembly, all these things that works for them. They just want to push it on to you. When if you look at the way politics works in the US and the way politics work in France, it has nothing to do. It's not the same thing. Presidents have don't have the same power. So only if we start thinking each of us as countries of how we're going to make it work for us when we come from ancestral an ancestral, ancestral path, maybe we have, like, listen, ethnicities is way more important for us than for them, where they are just a mix of all types of Caucasians and whatever. We, maybe we have to think about what is the right system that works for us and not this obsession of democracy that was imported just like Jesus and the rest was imported to to our countries maybe we have to start thinking of okay how do we make it work for our people the way our people are and now and not like how do we do it how do we turn into a french system or X, xyz how do we do it for us and listen Again, if you speak French, trust me, decolonization is a great way to understand how we got there. How in every country, the different heroes marched until becoming our first president. And some of them, their head got big and they got assassinated. And others, they really were for the countries and they got assassinated too by the same people. It is what it is. Ah, listen. Starting this show two hours before and feeling fresh at the end is amazing. Let me look at everything you have to say. And before I check out, don't forget to put them some hearts and some likes. It's important. Uh, let me see. What are you guys saying? Uh, Suzette is saying, do you speak Portuguese? Claro que eu falo português. Eu moro em Lisboa. Uh, a Mineta is saying, I hope Guinea-Bissau as well. Well, the actual president is the uncle of my wife. So not yet. <laughs> I'm joking. I mean, I mean, 
you don't want them to re to remove my uncle, <laughs> my uncle-in-law. <sighs> Il est temps que les marionnettes placées par, par l'Occident à la tête des pays africains sautent enfin. Yep, at a point, things are changing. Invite my brother Kimi Seba to club Shida if that's possible. I mean, I might. It's all about power. Yep. Everything I say is always true talk. Thank you. Uh, Anna is saying uh, Keisha Sodas does too as mix and does post the food porn. It's verdad que vou por food porn de novo. Mas tu andiet. Aminita is saying thank you for being humble. I mean, thank you so much. Uh, what up, Tome? What you saying? Yeah, new studio, new house. Sweet spot, what up? Oh, that's not fine. Listen. I saw the video and I mean, it's sad. And you know what? I don't know. When I look at all the people in the comments, I think people are just mean. Like, I always try to put myself in the shoes of other people. Listen, um, this guy went through like an, uh, an AVC and, and, and now he's there and, and, the people who told him it was fine to be there are not coming to help him. So yeah, it's for his point of view, he doesn't understand why France is not helping. And there you go. But uh, yeah, I mean, when you're in the position of seeing it from outside, you're like, wow, this family has been in power for 50, 56 years, it's not normal. But when you are from inside, for you, you don't think it's not normal. You just think that, yeah, it is what it is. It's us. It's, it's like if you are, uh, if you are uh, the son of Queen Elizabeth, yeah, we, have, we are the royals. We have royal blood given to us by God. So I always try to see from both point of view and to... To understand how, yeah, listen, you can be there and saying to yourself, what's going on? We don't understand. I won the elections. And, and then you have your partners, you call them. You call Macron, you're like, yo, what's going on? And Macron is like, uh, bro. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the party's over. But... Uh, yeah, listen, I personally have empathy for, um, and listen, a lot of these people, I, I've, I've, some of them, I know them, I know them, we, I grew up around these people, so uh, these are my people, if I can say, uh, so I cannot laugh with everybody because uh, I come from this type of, I mean, we, we're not in power forever now, for 20 years, but I, I, 
I come from this background uh, and I just went in music, but people don't know, but president of Gabon was a, was a rapper too back in the day. So I don't know if we ever met when I was there. I think he organized one of my show. I'm not sure, but he was a, he wanted to be a singer in the beginning, but you know, not everybody was lucky as me that my parents let me do it. A lot of them, no, no, no. Stay on course, you have to run the country. And when all of a sudden it's over, you don't really, you don't understand. And then you have all the hate of every corrupt person under you that is and and what and before you, everything is crystallized to you. And you're like, I don't understand. Like somebody makes some noise and I mean, me, when I see that, I, I was not laughing. I was just like, oh, damn, that's sad. That's sad. That's how I see it. I understand other people see it in a, in, in, in a revengeful way. To me, I'm like, yo, I mean, it, and it's funny how we see that countries that are having ruled by the same families or the same people for the last 50 years are, are starting to move back to democracy, if I can call it like that. And the people who are in democracy are starting to become more and more autocratic since the vaccines and all these things like the people who are trying to force democracy everywhere. I don't believe in democracy anymore. It's funny, <laughs> but uh, no, listen, I was looking at the video and I ah, listen, it, may, it makes me sad because it's somebody that has been diminished by, by what happened to him. So you can feel that he's, you know, a little frail and a little weak. And I cannot look at a weak man like this who kind of have no clue what is going on. And at, at the same time, he's like, and, uh, and I understand why the people are happy that the reign of the Bongo family is over. But at the same time, because I know a lot of these people, I grew up with a lot of these people. I can comment, I can comment, uh, how do you say it? I can comment, um, I'm not finding the world, I'm not finding the world, um, object, uh, with objectivity. And at the same time, I, I have to also, yeah, understand that. Yeah. Uh, in an, in another timeline, uh, listen, my father could have been the president of Congo in the last 30 years and I could be there and all of a sudden we fall. Like, um, I have two friends that their, their father was the president of, uh, one of these countries. I'm not going to say what country. And when the father fell to a coup, uh, everybody was happy and hating and etc. But for my two friends, it was their dad. And 
you you understand if you if you look at a human level and i remember when um when we had to to uh i mean i was already in france but when my when we had to be in exile from congo after the war after the fall of the mobutu regime and i could see my parents trying to to fight for us when everything they built got removed from them so even if now you know everything everything is back to normal they're back in congo etc those 10 years as a kid is hard so i believe that listen I'm, I'm, these people have kids these their kids have grandkids who are 10 13 15 and these people they're innocent these kids are innocent they they just were there because they were born in the right place until yesterday and all of a sudden they're in the wrong place and it's for having lived it it's horrible to look at your parents having to sell their houses etc and having people and even if listen in a corrupt government not everybody's corrupt you have some people who were actually good people that the people loved but when the whole structure fall everybody everybody falls everybody has to run away so even if my dad was a respected loved person who really helped the people he still had to run away like everybody else and as you're running away and you're losing everything people are laughing and back in the days was different than today because today you have social media so you can go on social media and you see your granddad or your dad saying make some noise and then you have thousands of comments of people laughing people celebrating the demise of your father it's hard and people have no empathy because they just want to yeah people just want to celebrate the fall of somebody and listen we don't know what's coming behind so we have to just be looking and be like well what is going on let's see let's see if the people who are now taking power are they going to give it back because again before you are in power you don't know how it feels to be powerful and you don't know if you're going to be corrupted by it trust me so i remember in ivory coast general gay said i'm staying for a few just to prepare the country for transition and then he was his wife was like yo it's cool here and then he didn't want to go and then he died so uh let's see what happens now uh, and don't think that france is gonna let all its assets that is making it a rich country slip from their hands just like this don't think that for a minute let's see Oh, many my guy. What up, bro? Even Gandhi said that sometimes the use of violence is necessary. Listen. It is true. 
many had to slap some people from me back in the days. <laughs> Frankie's saying what's happening right now is important. Western power like France is fading hard and it's the end of an era. I think it's also the, the end of presidential monarchy, monarchy in Africa. Yeah, I think, yeah, we arrived there. Like I said, la fiesta acabó. The Western style of democracy isn't good for most African countries. I do agree. We need another method suited to do, to rule our countries. Meritocracy and technocracy needs to be pushed way more in Africa. But that's the thing. It has to go with the way our, our people are. That's the thing. You have to find something that works for us. And I don't know yet. That's the cousin of my uh, father-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> and he, my father-in-law is in the government as well. <laughs> And and uh, father from the mother of my son was also in the government before back in the day. So listen, politics is, yeah. Actually, I had him on the phone. He was with my father. Not so. I mean, last year was he was with my father. What what can I say? Suzette is saying, I'm very happy. I'm a fan. And knowing that you have a good heart, I wish you all the best. And will always be your fan. And I'd love to meet you one day. Oh, thank you so much, Suzette. For, don't forget to subscribe to YouTube. We're not on Facebook all the time. So subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can come here. We live every Wednesday, every Sunday. And you can also find me on Instagram, of course. Tomei saying, Keisha, president of Congo, that would be an interesting thing to see. Listen. Uh, the Americans would not let me. <laughs> it is always two side, Aminetta. Yep. Frankie saying, Bongos, Bias, Mobutu, Sasu, children are mostly prisoners and victims of their father and family's delusion of grandeur. Same of JFK who didn't want to be protested in the first place. Hmm. Listen. Where's this photo? It's a photo that I love to put to, to put things in perspective as to the way I see things. This is Mobutu and the little kid here. That's me. That's my dad, Mobutu. This is our house in Abidjan back in the days when my father was ambassador of Congo in uh, Ivory Coast. And this is me here. So trust me, <laughs> I've seen empires crumble. So, and yeah, listen, I've met a lot of these presidents, uh, president as a, as a son of a politician and as a, or as a singer. So I know the things from inside and it's, it's, a it's a different 
perspective when you look at it from inside and at the same time you are for the people but at the same time you come from there so i can see both sides yeah well yeah. well in case i don't want no trouble in congo presidency listen i'm french I'm a French citizen, so I cannot be anyway. Well, it's funny, I, I don't have them there, but next show, remind me to show you all my passports. I have passports from Zaire, Ivory Coast, Congo, and France. So I changed nationalities four times. So I'm like a secret agent and stuff. <laughs> but anyway, at this time, normally we start the show, uh, but in the new studio, this is the time that we end the show. It's beautiful. And probably next week, I will try to start at 10.30 so we can end even earlier. But listen, if you enjoy this show and this conversation about uh, music and politics, uh, and we're going to continue to have it. I'm going to find somebody to invite to have the conversation, to ask questions. It's going to be interesting. Uh, put me some rainbows in the chat. And uh, I'm going to leave you with um, a track that I wrote, called, that I produced called Pyramids. Sorry. And as always, uh, you can always support this show through patreon.com slash Keisha or super chat. Thanks to our stream royalty, Master Electronic and all the sponsors who are supporting the show with their super chats. As always, if you want to support, you can also stream the songs. As we were saying, turn into a super fan before you sleep. You put my music on Spotify, you turn down the volume and you just listen to my music like on, on replay, you put my album or you put something. This is always helpful. Don't forget to put some rainbows in the chat if you enjoy the show. And I will see you uh, Sunday. And uh, we continue the conversation Sunday. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll call body or someone. We'll see. Anyway, uh, Shada Gang is always a pleasure. And uh, this is Pyramids. Bless.